0: What's going on, everybody? This is McEnroe, a.k.a. Rod Bailey. This is the Peanuts and Corn 2020 podcast, and this is, um, let me do the math, episode 12, I think. I don't know. If not, I'll just uh, edit it later. And I'm really excited, really excited for today's guest because uh, we haven't caught up in a while. We've known each other for, uh, you know, quite a while. And um, this is the gallivanting spoof, a.k.a. Martin Mashinsky, a legend of the winnipeg hip-hop scene the the canadian hip-hop scene what's up marty
1: hey rod it's good to hear from you that's kind of neat we've been talking about this for like two months it seems like <laughs>
0: yeah i'm really but, uh, uh
1: it's, it's kind of funny because no matter what we do we always kind of keep in touch somehow yeah. whether it be two years or you, you're retweeting something to do with the tap of a bucks or something <laughs> yeah
0: we've lo- we both talked football over the years yeah <laughs> um it's and good yeah to link up yeah so we were just about to say the last time i think we saw each other face to face might have been the last time i played a show which was 2014 where we did our kind of 20 year anniversary show and i remember you came out there at the goodwill would that be I the think, last time i saw yeah you?
1: i think i was there and i think my son was even there
0: yeah i think so too yeah, you, so i think your son kind of, definitely came and that was kind
1: of wild he actually stayed later than me so that kind of <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shows you where i am in exactly. the world right now so
0: Uh, so that's
1: probably the last
0: time so Sheldon was there you were there Darren was there all these great people were there Um, but so for those who don't know um, you know you got started back uh, in the early 90s or maybe in the late 80s with hip-hop and um, and so let's play it let's just start it off with a track which sort of lays the foundation um, and then we can talk about meeting and and the whole history so I want to play a track from a demo that I got from, I was hanging out with you, I was hanging out with Sunil, I was hanging out with Ismala, and um, and I uh, went to Sunil's house, I think one of the first days I met you guys, wow. and he gave me a copy of, of the first Freak Show demo, yeah. which uh, to this day I think is, not enough people have heard it, it's just so dope. So let's listen to this song, and then uh, let's, let's do some reminiscing. For sure I think I never got a track listing, but I believe this song was called FOB or FOB.
2: Okay. Well, it's the hooligan. I think you coming and commit this. Please go to fire. i the kid. I you know that up. The one that's in. I'm making it the mirror like Robert When I'm talking lots of dollars when I'm like Rogers. But you know, you have to miss that. Because when I get some of my hoosies. And all that's left is a picture Cause I came off the wild I'm Like the box named Davey It ate too with but just just a gravy in the grave dark I'm scarred when your homies ran Pardon me Jogers flee when I pull out this back, What's happening your chest? Can you kick me like a punk? Rots get their knocked out when I hunt Support a hoodlum hoodie when a rookie try to can't, can't stand it stay say apprehended a the bandit they still trying to get my mug shot But, but I, I think not Here a gunshot when I go start tackling With all those little cocks on the cereal so you could call me Captain Crunch when freaks will start to punch Cause I pump it up the clumps and get the mumps in the rough right in the word that our production's way. We got that a cult you can't stand? Cause I heard you make it Fruit Loops I set my roots and then I set another trap So you better wear a condom cause I give the taste of claps I don't like know. this all I like a rock and roll. I'm a rock and roll. I cost more shit than an XX factory. It has to be the lungs rolling on another jacket. Then spring. I run into the shadows with my cocaine. I was dead. They say that I'm the motherfucker, so just call me Edip. Before you get your ass, because I'm wild like Jurassic. I stretch it in Elastic and Possessive. Engineers watch me spin it. Hey, Shock, man. you forgot it's the breakdown. Break down. Watch me spin it. With shacks, turntable and don't need pain Cause yes, I am able like a horse, I'm stable, I'm lead like sable. No makeup, I shake up like the earth. I quake up. I dead on the Richter. I bend with the scripture, then big ya, ignite ya. Fight ya, Fight ya. So then I ya. brought ya more pain than the doctor. Giggles, Diggles. oddball or jiggles. Giggles. But I'm not Jolly like Raleigh, so call me Polly. Cause I want a cracker. Damn it. Dead full of lead I wanna wet right to the maggots Bugs, huck by some slugs from a magnum with force. Because a corpse is a corpse, a force of course. Not Hispanic, don't panic. not depressed like a manic. I feel like speak Hispanic, and all the bounce across. I'm sure they don't mind It's not bad, it's fine. Okay, hope. but I think the record go off a truck. What the heck is the truck? Yeah, it's kind a static. I'm crazy like glue, so I stick as a missile Spitting punks out of my mouth like <laughs> Stop freaking when I'm speaking Throwing burns like a lighter That my dudes <laughs> cause cancer Without junk, Snider. I'm hot like a stove, so I cook it like a kitchen Dr. Shock is on the wizard, still and turn To, to table, table. To to t- d- I'm psycho like mother, mother hungry like foreman. Oh, i eat slow food. Don't need to be rude, but I'm funky like loose. I know you're not used to the lyrics I gave up, I'm like 5 the of some I'm Dustin like Hoffman, smoke you like Rothman. You end up in a coffin. From the freak show stomping. I'm wise like Yoda, brown like Mocha. Play Uno not poker. And get loose like yoga. Get pumped, from a Because he never got with me. I'm like Suzuki, so stop falling like you're in the house. Like your carpet, funky like your like carpet. carpet. Like an We're gonna explode. Right I'm, I'm, Cause I'm a comic like the dog, and I don't mind when you get your walk up. I have good times doing crimes like Crime Stoppers. His her name is Son. I'm is... going forecast a study when we're kicking like a So we're out. I love this. I love dogs. it. It's gorgeous. You're so beautiful. Horrible. What's the most dangerous thing? It's it like it makes my body boogie woogie something like that. Really. Some I'm going really to uh, rap be some. I'm going to be a big rock star. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. I want to hear this stuff about you. Encore beau.
3: Uh-oh. We gotta go. You gotta out you the grace of the fridge. Oi, oi! Let's go! Let's go, Let's go! Let's go,
2: Let's go. Bob squad! We're, We're out in the wine! Bob squad! Oh. Want to see see but first, I wanna hear the game. Encore. You guys are beautiful.
1: Have
0: you heard that one in a while?
1: It's like the very first like. That stuff was done when i kind of just came in yeah and I, I was probably close to the same time period you were listening to that i was probably like i don't know months into that too yeah so that was like really raw stuff and they had a dj dr shock at the time was their dj yeah so um, a lot of stuff changed i guess after that but yeah
0: so you that's had that, a, that's, if, if i don't if i'm not mistaken you had a group with Maybe with Gruff as well before and stress and stress, and stress. stress. yeah, because yeah. yeah. you guys all grass- went to school.
1: Yeah, boot knock rascal. Um, I have the tape somewhere. Shit.
0: Oh my goodness, um, really?
1: Yeah, I have a picture of it somewhere, but on Facebook. Um, yeah, we had a we had a cassette tape and we started doing shows at like uh, youth nightclubs. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So we were we were doing shows before we started hanging out with them, but Gruff knew them from high school. So okay. So gruff, gruff was kind of like the bridge between us to that crew basically
0: but that crew was was you know senil sheldon and then dr shock i think gumball was with them wasn't he even mm-hmm. though was a writer and then yep. maybe darren
1: there is about 20 guys to be honest there's all these. these other dudes yeah, too they had a massive crew and then uh when we came aboard um I would say we were one crew, but we just did our own album with Twisted Spirits, right? So, Bootnock basically turned into Twisted Spirits, except minus stress.
4: And um, then,
0: so, but knock didn't have his mala, did he? Did you? No,
1: so at the same time we were go- kind of <laughs> coming into the crew, as mala was too, because there was like a battle scene and we used to do these socials all over the city. So we kind of all congregated based off talent, plus just uh, familiarity through yeah. rough and Mala would be battling by himself always, kind of like a St. Patel kid. Yeah. And they just brought him in because he was just so like, ultra talented, like he was way ahead of everyone. So we brought him in, they brought us in, and then the crew went from say 15 guys to 20 guys. And uh, they had their own demo stuff done with shock. So we started making our own stuff under the name Twisted Spirit. So Mala joined me and in and stressed, uh, we didn't really commit to DJ I don't think at the time. trying to remember that but stress was not really involved in that transition and then um yeah which was hard because stress is probably my best buddy back then
4: yeah
1: but um he was doing radio stuff and he was doing some other stuff too so and then yeah we created twisted spirits and as they recorded their demo we were project we recorded our project pretty much
4: like i'd
1: say the exact same time same studio kind of thing um that's kind of when we started hanging out at U of M days, right? So,
0: well, yeah. Like I remember it. Like um, I met you and Ismala. I think Ismala might have been in engineering, so I'd seen him around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then um, so someone stepped to me. I think might it might have been you. Yeah. Here U C, ha- probably. Yeah, having heard about Farm Fresh and wanted to know what was up and kind of asking me what we're doing, and then I think um, I might have like got a tape of a demo that we were doing, like a rehearsal tape that we had floating around, and we were listening to that and then I ended up going to Sunil's and hanging out with Sunil as well and talking production because obviously Sunil was making the beats and he, you know I went to his house and saw him working on his computer and I was using a sampler but um you know obviously I you know what I remember also is is obviously collaborating with Senil enough that we were trading music and I was lending him records and lending him CDs because a lot of the CDs that I lent him you know like this John Coltrane CD and this Yusuf Latif mm. they it all ended up being sampled on on the tapes <laughs> so I provided a lot of the like not the beats or the drums because he had his own style there but a lot yeah. of the samples for the Twisted Spirits and the Freak Show like the next uh, wave of tapes that you guys yeah. ended up releasing which I, I don't think it was very long like um I'm told that we, we released our first tape in the end of 94, the farm fresh tape. And then I don't think you guys were very behind far behind. Um, yeah. So we,
1: I, I actually remember this clearly. We, I remember beating your room on Corden in that apartment and you were, you were uh, dabbling on your Akai sampler. Yeah. And I remember that night, like clearly I could still see it. And I remember that like, you'd be playing the beats on there and showing you were there with Sunil. Yeah. And I was there too. I remember for part of the night, um, I think it was like the first or second block of Corden.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's
4: the, Yeah, the that was your first spot. spot. Yeah, first spot, so that,
1: yeah. I, I kind of remember that as the intro to um, hanging out with you and, or meeting you and just listening to your stuff. And then I think we all just would see each other at the UC in that main little yeah. area where everyone sits down. <laughs>
0: but we were all like, I know I was, you know, by the time we actually recorded our tape, the the, the Space EP, like that's, mm-hmm. that was mixed onto Sunil's dad. So by that time, we're like you know we're all kind of we're not crew or anything but we're obviously very friendly and yeah on very yeah, good I terms
1: he and Sunil we're definitely bouncing stuff off each other
0: yeah um well let's listen to a song from this twisted tape which i believe is is a legendary tape it's a really great piece of music um this is probably my it's hard it was hard for me to pick but i like this one this song is called i believe it's called twisted
4: okay <laughs> make
5: your head bob like Marley. i press on and nail a sucker so pucker up cause you can kiss your ass goodbye i'm not a good guy so ask what i yo. can i like carl and wild like a zebra off the strap just sit back while my styles develop like kodak black my boys are twisted and there ain't no way to tame us who's tried to challenge so we wrecked em like an anus cause it's in my nature or in my genes to leave eyes black when i smack an mc with my rap in fact me expand on that I hope you carry dice cause your games are craps don't test me like paps cause I'm happy I'm not tempest flare like herpes when I work these spots like labor to me charge you miles in comparison like Harrison I can't afford you reward you with mercy or forgiveness what is this please let me be honest I'll leave you running back like Dermot Thomas if you choose to challenge a twisted three you see it's not that difficult for me to beat you to a pulp And yo, this is not fiction My addiction was split, me Like guillotine But don't lose your head when I set foot on stage Cause this game is not over I'm very versatile My styles range like a rover
6: So let me come through As one who can feel the heat It's the reason I season the street with dead meat Red meat is the nickname, a sick pain comes to the one who trips on the twist chain 3 When I stained it, I tossed You thought I was lost, but then the twisted would be missing this link Here's a new collision, so listen I bring more joy than your kitchen sink Cause I'm Mr. Clean when I'm on the scene Leaving no filth and suds, just fresh buds For your milky dust fall into pieces like pieces The shit has more flow than rivers and phoenix We mix voices, the choices to flow out with soul Like voices we roll out in style and in flavor I lick to savor, the picture I paint to, the danger to hear when you're near to the my tongue is in nuts, I drop twisted lyrics Not to be feared though we steer towards the shade To change to my thoughts like a slave I have caught and brought forth I'm not yours for the taking Creating a name that is fame in the making But wait, cause in our present state will rip-rap for those trying, they'll be silent like crib dead <laughs>
7: Trauma, wonder what my word, keep you sweating in my sauna Overzealous, don't be jealous, cause the fellas always tell us. Slip to seek a voyage on a never-ending story Your virgin are flow in this metro sorority Urban keeps disturbing in the minds of the person Now emerging drama, angry freaks that are lurking To bring my hollow style, no denial, for of copy Smooth, otherwise you get penile, cause I'm cocky Blocking out the past from the charge with the past I'm the twisted in my head, underneath my lolo mask Task in my brain, brain cells begin to melt I'm climbing up the ladder cause the snakes need help. Pelt to win myself Skelter and he helped the man of sun attacking with my spirit and you got nowhere to run.
0: Oh, that verse from you was ill. You sound sick.
1: The funniest thing about that is we were recording in this East Kildonan studio, and I had, like, bronchitis that night. Yeah. And it sounded better, and I was like, I went home, and I was like, ah, oh, thank God I sounded grimy and raspy.
4: You sound super it just sounded, grimy. It
1: sounded way better being sick <laughs> and having a raspy cough, even though it was a horrible night because you're sick, right, yeah. and you're trying to record. And I think that in the shadow, like, I was just really happy to how my voice sounded, which is so funny because it's like, you know, you're not trying to front to put on an accent coming from <laughs> Winnipeg, but it just no. sounded better. So
0: no question. And do you remember yeah. who did the cuts? Is that that's not stress, is it?
1: No, it might have been Grasshopper, but I, because Grasshopper is in university at the same time too. I'm just trying to.
0: It Seems a little bit. Before it would say on the tape.
1: Yeah, it would say on the tape. But, right.
0: Uh, Mine's just. Yeah, a, I no.
1: definitely don't. I definitely don't think it was shock. Right. So. Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: That's weird. Well, that's a legendary tape. And imagine—I remember you guys came out the Freak Show Actually, tape. Actually, might
1: have been stressed then. Sorry, it might have been stressed.
0: It, it sounds like stress is yeah. It a little could have bit. been.
1: Yeah, it could have been.
0: Um, yeah. You so Freak Show put out a tape, and you guys put out a tape kind of at the same time. Two different tapes, mm-hmm. and then you guys were yeah. slanging them like crazy.
1: Yeah, uh, we were like. Uh, <laughs> I always—I'll I'll tell you a story about that. You were like, you're like the guy that could sell them no problem just being yourself and that we would slang them like drugs like we would sit there and push on people like push and push yeah and and i'd be like oh rod's just selling them no problem and then here i am mr aggressive salesman and we would actually get kicked out of places like we we got banned from all the can in bars whatever yeah. they were called back then right we got banned from all those bars because we would go in on like a friday night and sell like 50 tapes yeah we wouldn't just sell them we'd like put we'd force them it's like you're buying a tape it's like what like 20 (laughs) it's like 20 guys like you know some guys are big guys it's like hey you want a tape no i don't have any money yeah you want a tape and we'd sell like we sold a lot of tapes like we just it was pressured sales and you remember us standing oh yeah i was just like confronting every every person that walked by and it worked like that was our style right so it was just aggressive so
0: well you had a lot you know like we my philosophy was if you don't like us then i don't kind of don't give a shit and i don't want to force anyone to take a tape like pretty much the opposite but that kept our audience limited whereas like you'd see a lot of people at your shows that were like "Is this guys even into hip-hop are these you know like who are these Mm -hmm. people but you know (laughs) but but there's something to be said for that because they you'd broadened your audience to that point because yeah because of that I, sales i think
1: we were cocky too like we we're a little bit confident you guys were we really, fucking cocky like crazy yeah. so we were like <laughs> you're gonna like the tape we just knew they'd like it so we were like we, i don't know it's just the way we were right and we were it was a big crew so they're were, we we're pretty popular guys too so yeah most of the time when you're handing a tape to someone someone eventually is like oh i know that guy from this place and you yeah. kind of you know it's a small city right so yeah
0: so so in the world of um Winnipeg hip-hop at that time. There was obviously the Freak Show and the Twisted Spirits, which was the low at that time called the Low Lows. Uh And and then there was uh, Farm Fresh, and then we had a crew called Tabs, which was with uh, Mood Rough, and then we also had different shades on on Peanuts and Corn kind of just about to come out at that same time. Um, So we started this crew with Mood Rough called Tabs, and then um, I guess... We were fucking around doing the second, the, the Mood Rough tape when we did a song called Tabs on You. And me and Garfield were in the studio and he just, we were playing with the effects on, um, on uh, you know, just like playing with the effects on one of those effect boxes called a Quadriverb. And, oh. and we got this echoey thing and he started talking. So let's listen to this and I'll get your reaction because you might not listen to this for a while. This song's called Tabs on You. <coughs> <coughs>
2: Punk. Punk. Punk, punk motherfuck,
7: <laughs> I heard you don't like my shit. What's up? <laughs> oh, you know I dig it still, boy. Oh, you came back to me, man. Running around the store, hiding my tapes. <laughs> no, tab screw is on you. You know I'm keeping tabs, boy. <laughs> Word up, tabs coming at ya. Look me in the eye, kid. You know I ain't playing games. Oh my god. Ooh, I pulled tabs on you. <laughs> yes. Best back up. Back up, boy.
6: Back the fuck up.
7: With more stuff than a larger one, here's what you want A deep treat from the dozzle. deep meat Peep the shit and make sure it sinks in Blends like a scat on a Quinn quintet Don't fret when I forget your crew's name Great like game, no shame in my game Fame in what we're after, but yet where we're going I put poetry on frisbees end. Like Leap and Lanny, watch your daughter for the night It's wicked, not the nanny I cranny cause I fit it. Your nook is what I shoot in More progress than chemotherapy, I get it And where I'm in, it's like where you never been Never been before, never seen before Yes, the tabs have a place, established by the space E.P. Large numbers wanna see me, believe me, for real, my story is far from fetch Move like it, dick and leave you feelin' stretched My roots lead me to a distortion of static So I'm out with the Maxim, it's a crazy ass, man <laughs> it up the shit it
2: up the shit Fuckin up the shit up the shit fuck, fuck. Bye. <laughs> oh.
3: Up the shit. Shit. I just took a big one. Someone's style's getting played like a rerun. Get fuck wild like a young child at the playground. To your fake clown, say stay way down. Mayday, red alert, you're hurt. You best go wash those curls out with Bert. Two girls at the club who really think I care. I'm gonna wash those stairs right out of my hair. The pairs of bosoms, I lose them. Keep cruising. Tabs taking over those that are snoozing. Crews lose when they see me Farm fresh mood, rough, cold, taking the industry The bottom of the inning, The hitters is coming swinging, flinging Extraordinary skills I'll be bringing Last never
6: least, oh yeah Slick like a pap smear, beware I'm prepared to go all out and do What I gotta do to come through for my crew Stay true to myself, thought you knew I heard it ain't over till the fat lady sings But this fat rapper's rapping ain't no song I bring I bring the noise with my boys farm fresh Gotcha hoping I can feel the dreams i got blessed with the gift the god gave me tabs screw one top number one baby oh my god do i lay tabs
7: on you oh my god do i lay tabs on you oh my god do i lay tabs on you oh my god do i lay tabs on you oh my god do i lay tabs on you oh my god do i lay tabs on you oh my god do i lay tabs on you oh my god do i lay tabs
2: on you
0: So that's Tabs on You. That's by Mood Rough featuring Farm Fresh with a fun little intro that I think was digging at I, you.
1: I totally remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the start of our little... Our uh, part two of our battle we yeah. did on the stage at the pyramid after that. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, that was history right there. I think that was probably the most legendary kind of first battle, you know, besides old school socials and stuff, but um, crew versus crew kind of thing. And it was, yeah, I'll always remember that night. So
0: so and, I, I forget what the night was even for but you guys were on the stage and then you kind of called out
1: yeah i called out garfield and i don't think he came up it was you or eli someone came up and, i came up eli yeah, came up which and that kind of actually i gained so much respect for you that night because of that obviously me and garfield really never respect each other probably for 20 years yeah but you know we always i guess we respect each other we just had a different type of relationship but when you came up and Eli was I think Eli was fine too but Garfield didn't I don't think no just kind of it kind of for me that's kind of set a precedent but it it was good because you kind of stepped up as a leader right so yeah and that was important so I I think it was a good night in general
0: it was a lot of fun I remember Yeah,
1: and And no one will anyone that was there will always remember that right so yeah we're we're part of history
0: and I remember Dwayne Jack coming up to represent quote unquote our side
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah Uh, from calgary now yeah he's in calgary now yeah we were
0: reminiscing about him uh with len because len did an earlier podcast with me yeah um but that was the day when we also you know you guys and us and everybody we all lived and died by the sam the record man local chart which i think they updated every month and it's like who's number one it's this month it was farm fresh and then it was then it was twisted spirits and
1: did well there and and i think when i hit the tape like if if like, if there was technology nowadays, people would see the cameras, what happened. Like, I purposely did oh, it in front jo- of Garfield's face. Whoever was working there, I did it on purposely in front of them. Like, I turned my head and smiled because it was obvious, right? Yeah, it was a joke. Like, he ran Sam the Macro But well, Didn't he work there?
0: Um, uh, Not like the yet, I don't, think. I don't someone think. Someone did. I did. but well,
1: someone affiliated because it was, like, front shelf, right? So, I was like, oh, this should go here. And I turned and smiled at the employee on purpose, right? Right. So, yeah so so it, it's kind of good it happened right because it kind of started things rolling and got people competitive and working harder so
0: totally As, so let's move on to how guys how hard you guys were working and how um focused you were so then um no one in winnipeg had done a video yet mm-hmm. at this point in like 95 getting into 96 and um you found a guy who would <laughs> shoot your video um you did a new song called patience i remember you guys playing me patience before you did the video and um i remember kind of hearing the beat and being like huh this is you know a bit of a progression and so let's let's listen to the song patience and then you can tell us about the video
8: this is the freak show and all
3: my boys are ready they're ready to drop their next track and it's called patience
7: To the 666. Six, six. You better the to red Receive my bag full of tricks. Pick your favorite Famous roads of the riches. Detect no mistakes. Fake style <laughs> uninlisted. to the family of the trees. So oh, please let the leaf upon rings the disease. And feasible schemes, keep styles off ficacious. How the baby stuck you make no low own mentality? Team scenes you forgot, spoiled right, smooth style. You got
2: 12. But
5: Columbus in my files My words come laced with an essence of insanity And it's me, motion coasting with the Lolo family Can't you see, you beating me, equals fantasy Lyrics start to drop, you best to find yourself a canopy Or an umbrella fella, cause when it rains it pours Kids, so grab your lifesaver, cause my flavors are assorted So days of religion gave me dual citizenship always no delays, now it's in Full plastic jacket, lyrical protection rackets Ready to fool the cruise Bring your slogan we track. I'm wild like an orchid, rhymes blossom in the morning. You start to call me George because I possess a strength. form it, warning. Stepping out, swim hooks like I was fishing. You choose not to listen, now I'm calling no mortician. You're wishing for an exit, but your death was expected. Before you could speak, your headstone will be erected. Well respected. So when I step, in, please award. I come with style so fast, they get more space than asteroids, boy. You talk about all the mics that you hit. But when you see me face to face, you wash my dick with your spits.
6: They call me gruff. I'm lacking stuff like wisdom. My cataclysm. Girls and decompose. Foes drop a week of blows. Cause we oppose those who froze out on the tundra. As mangled snow angels tangle in my web of thunder. Cover those who know the danger. The name for the remainder. Enraged by my artistry. Pardon me. I hardly see the use in arguing. The harder breed achieve distinction. We bled the wine and share the cup. I tear shit after drinking. Addiction to my dream seems to swell in me. Like it's a felony. But it's composed by those with jealousy. Swallow the applause. I cause lips to dangle from the jaws. Mangled like get buried after carried in my closet are you witness because i give this to rexas who my siren fire catches as i am higher stretches the data it's the floppy this so
8: this i flow like a nautilus to rap i am monogamous get off of this it's obvious you're rocking monotonous. So is monotonous to drop this i'm not anonymous You're not know, metropolis androgynous what is it i don't know it's the dynamo. Fly a flow that you would die to know, undeniable So just try to go unolable I'm kinda slow, so Booker, you'll be looking through kaleidoscopes I'm so cool, I'm true to leave you speechless But Jesus only knew I wore Adidas as a fetus Weakness took a wrong, I told you all along I was made to drop forms, cause my dad fucked my arms <laughs> Fixation to eliminate. Fury is by my heart, a fish to an eminence. Stripes the dragon, out the factions, eruptions, I am past. Failed you to fail with a sailor's toil. Thus, I taunt the haunted, plastic pseudo orgasms. Launching
3: haunted, haunted thoughts, I got you calling phantasms. Enthusiastic
8: pleasure, I swindle in your treasure. The family jewels, now your sanity's confused. Oppressed and left restless, I'm sure to leave you reckless. A two-faced replacement to sit with patience. Oh, patience.
0: Oh, I forgot about at the end with the guys rapping where Sunil and Sheldon are both rapping at the same, at the time. same time. Did they do yep. that in the video?
1: Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure. They would have did the exact same thing. They're in the snow they are in the snow at the time with their shirts off it. Yeah, I remember that. And then they got hit on the road by a vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that track was. I, I still love listening to that track. That's a great that's track. Actually, that's uh that's the one that was missed on the top 100 Manitoba <laughs> tracks yeah. on the Free Press. Whoever wrote that, they um, missed that, that one. And, that and No Hooks. Like, I, I felt like they put Rocket Ship, and I was like, No Hooks to me, but like Moon Ruff did No Hooks, right? Yes. Yeah, that was to me.
0: I guess they're, you, they're you definitely. Guys, thinking, obviously, Yeah. Yeah.
1: You guys, us, no hooks, and Winnipeg's most for sure. I I know that just from like the last ten years, their just music has really exploded and and like been oh yeah, such such Manitoba feel, right? So, so this song to us was like I would say got us like a cult following outside of Winnipeg.
0: Yeah,
1: we're able to tour off that one song, right? Essentially. And get shows off that one song because of much music back then rap city and no matter how grimy and shitty the quality might have been for some people, it actually people like that so yeah oh it, was it worked grimiest so yeah, who
0: who first. did the video again to some
1: uh, Derek Derek Horn, who you know who Derek Horn is He did early videos in Winnipeg like early right. rock videos and you know folk videos like he was one of the first producers of film in, in Winnipeg right you would know for sure if you, if you yeah,
0: saw him. I know the name yeah um so
1: and wh- sorry a guy named craig that uh, i don't know his last name but he's on he's on my facebook and he's he was involved with stuff like that he did he did the filming and Derek, sorry he did the filming and Derek horn did the editing in toronto and sheldon i believe produced the video if i'm wrong i, I apologize i
0: remember whoever shot the video was had a very little experience
1: yeah we had a we had a scenario where we had to basically uh, like we, we had to demand that that video like quick. We were like, okay, we're going to Toronto. We need it now. Yes, yeah. we we gotta. He, he only had like maybe eleven minutes of film. Right. And for like, you probably know this because you're in the industry. That's not a lot of film to work with. No, you. Just- so 20, a three minute song from 11
0: minutes that's of film. Un- unbelievable
1: yeah and i think Derek horn when he got in in toronto he's like holy shit guys i don't know what to do here and he actually <laughs> did it and we <laughs> flew sheldon and his mala there and it was yeah it was interesting but sheldon i think is the one behind the actual direct like the production the direction of the script right and then right, he came up yeah craig was the one filming it
0: right very but, and then it got but, played like crazy I mean, for it for, like it relative just, uh, for anybody, you know. And
1: actually, Rod, there's a uh, there's a video by I, I saw it recently. Kenny, Kenny and Peanut, they, and do they did an a homage remake. to it. Yeah, rest in peace to Kenny, I believe. Yeah. Um, but it is so hardcore. Like it is grimy as fuck. Yeah. And it was like they like I actually like watching that sometimes more than the other one because it's just like. Obviously, not all the lyrics I, I don't agree with, but I mean, they're those guys are good, man. Like they're just their voices are good, and they're just it's hard, hard hip hop, hard Manitoba hip hop, and the fact that they gave respect to that, and as is well as at the beginning of it, yeah, kind of chatting it. that's yeah, yeah. very unique. So I, I applaud them for that. I appreciate seeing that. So
0: yeah, I just came across that recently. Actually, I don't know even why, but I guess I want we watched the original, mm-hmm. and then it kind of pops up as a as an option. Yeah. So not only did you I, I can't remember the exact time, I think you kinda went for broke and you made the video and it started to get play, so then you said we gotta press up some wax. Do I have that right? Or did you or is it more coordinated than that?
4: Uh
1: nope, that was like basically you know who it was? I think it was Steve Saint Louis that kinda gave us the idea about wax too, because he was doing he was one of the first Winnipeggers to um to actually use the internet. Yeah. And, and he He's like, I can send the vinyl to College Radio in the States. And one of the greatest things I've ever experienced was J-Rock. And you probably know who J-Rock is. He's still around. Yeah. He he broke the record in the States. He was like the first DJ in the States to break the record. And there was a magazine back in the day that we'd always get from McNally. And he had it in his top 10. And if it wasn't for that being on vinyl, there's no way he would have even listened to it, right? Yeah. So Steve St. Louis sent it to him and he played it and he broke it in his top 10. And everyone's like, what the heck is this? And that was the intro to Bino. I'm like, okay, this is awesome because we're able to send to college radio. And, uh, yeah, it was just... Once you start doing that, you know how it is. Like, people, yeah. you start getting fans from other cities. And because back then, college radio, even though it doesn't push sales, college radio was the way to kind of get the, the, the spins, right?
0: Yeah. And so. did somebody go to... Do, um, what was some of the stuff? Like, Gavin? Did you guys go to Gavin?
1: Um. San Diego, there was a festival. Yeah, I think that's Gavin. Was it Gavin? Yeah.
0: Uh, and then there was... Wasn't there Star Wars or something in Vancouver? Did you guys do that well, as well?
1: I, I was actually going to post a picture on my Instagram tonight of us get, at the airport of Vancouver. We did Sound Roars in Sound Wars was called. So, so Sound Wars was right before the... Like it was before Patience. Yeah. So Sound Wars was when we all got together as a crew. But Freak Show was just Sunil and Sheldon on stage. And they had Shadows. And uh, uh. they those guys uh we went as a crew to sound wars in vancouver but that was kind of like definitely uh it was an intro to what uh it was an intro to kind of the future of our crew traveling together because we all went on that trip together not all of us but say i think there's like six or say six of us yeah and uh yeah like sound wars back then is anyone that experienced sound wars in vancouver it it was like b-boy central like it was like like yeah. Vancouver was just soaked with b boys and graffiti artists and and battle MCs. Like Prevail back then was a battle MC. Like the Swollen Members wasn't really around, but he, we saw Prevail on stage and his Mala hit the stage and battled. He didn't like he was part of that battle that night too. And all these guys that Checkmate, I believe, and guys like that that weren't mm-hmm. really on videos yet. We got to see them all before when they were just kind of underground, right? So yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, and then that kind of was the the thing too, right? When you go to Vancouver and you see what these guys are doing, you're like, okay, you got to step your business game up because it's just the bigger city, right? Like they yeah. would just they just knew what they were doing. So.
0: so, so Twisted Spirits and Freak Show become Freak Show, and you do the show and tell thing with patience on it, and you do vinyl, and you do a video, um, and then uh, it's time to do a CD. Because you're going to be first in pretty much every all of these things. Like you weren't the first with the tape, but you were the first with the with the vinyl, and you're the first with the video. And now you're going to be the first um, hip hop CD in Winnipeg with the motion project. Um, do I have that right?
1: Yeah, and actually, just before the vinyl, we went on the Rap City Hip Hop Explosion tour. So that was another thing that kind of showed us that um, we needed merch. Okay, right? we like
0: need we, were- we need to hear this story because. Yes. So so you combine as Freak Show, and I believe, was it Keynes was your manager?
1: Yeah, so this is a really interesting story. Keynes will never admit it, but I was there. <laughs> so we, Keynes uh, tells us, Keynes is, is one of the first promoters for hip hop shows in Winnipeg. So he yeah. would do a lot of the old school shows, him and Steve St. Louis actually. And Keynes is like, I got you, he was kind of managing us at the time. And he's like, I got you guys, a sh- I got you guys on the Rap City Hip Hop Explosion Tour and we're like no way this is amazing right like we're gonna tour at the Rascals, ghetto concept and chaos and all so this would be
0: ni- this would be 95? 95.
1: summer 95. right so this is a year after sound wars so summer 95 and he's telling us it starts in ottawa the promoters jonathan ramos who anyone that knows promoters in toronto knows that jonathan is like a, one of the originators right like an og yeah. of promotion so we're like oh jonathan ramos he's promoting it um and those, these artists are getting full spins on Rap City, like they're nonstop, Absolutely. right? Rap, Rap, Concept, they're Juno nominees. Chaos is buzzing big time. So we we drive thirty something hours. Keynes um, tells us just to go there. We drive thirty something hours. We show up to Ottawa, and uh, we get there. And we walk in this club, and like it was the weirdest situation, one of the weirdest situations of my life and they're like who the fuck are you guys like they're like the promoters like i know nothing about this what are you talking about you're on this tour (laughs) and we're like we're on this tour like i don't know if anyone really remembers but we're pretty like we're i'm not saying we're crazy but we're just different kind of guys right different guys and you
0: kind of like
1: pretty rough you're also
0: oddball kind of looking cool guys you got you know
1: yeah, and just mixed Ethni- and rough
0: thing. mixed ethnicities you know and just
1: and just rough guys. Like we not you know, some guys weren't around, they're on they're like it's just we're just not afraid. Like, you know what I mean? Like so uh we were just we bum brushed the this this venue and we're like, no, we're on this tour, and they they're looking at us like you're not on what what are you even talking about? Look at the flyer. And it said Clarence Gruff was on it, and Clarence Gruff was this really hard
4: yeah, I remember Clarence Gruff. group.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so we're, we basically forced our way onto this first show, thinking we're on the whole tour, like yeah. from Toronto to Vancouver. And we go on the show, we did every single show we do okay, like the, we would start off okay. And so the, I think the third, we did Ottawa, and then Jonathan, I guess would call Keynes, he's like, what's going on? And Keynes kind of said, oh, I, I thought we were, we were on it or whatever. So they, we basically, Got a a handshake deal to be on the tour, even though they said we're not putting you on flyers, we're not even announcing you, we're not going to give you props on the stage. Like it was really awkward. And um, you can ask Cutdown because Cutdown and Neil were the, at the Thunder Bay show, and we would do we did Ottawa and then we did a uh, Montreal and then we go to Toronto and we get we're starting the show. We're the first set before Chaos and all these guys. Come to the stage and they start sticking the finger at us while they're performing. Sneal and sheldon are performing and they're standing there, like just hardcore Toronto guys. They're standing in front of the stage sticking the finger at us. Yeah. And I'm like Jonathan Ramos comes up. He's like, you better shut this off. I'm like, I'm not shutting nothing off. Like I know Sneal and Sheldon, they're hardcore. They're not afraid of anything. I'm like, we'll shut it off when our set's done. And here I'm thinking we're gonna like we're gonna die tonight. Like we're gonna get killed. <laughs> you know, like we're in the heart of Grant Lee's Palace in Toronto. All these guys, like a big crew, are sticking the finger at us while they're performing, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" So they perform, they they get off. I turn the DAT machine off, or whatever the no mini disc machine back then. I turn it off, and the next set is chaos. Those guys are still in the crowd, and chaos starts his set, and they jump on stage and jump them like they physically get on stage to fight them. And it was in the papers, I think, after, I guess because he rep- he represented a certain area in Toronto, said he was from a certain neighborhood, and those guys took it, didn't take it lightly. Right. So they wanted to kind of ruin the whole show, right? But it was I, we thought it was about us. So right. after that, we drove out of Toronto, and we went straight to, I think, Kingston, or one of these small areas, Kitchener's, for the next show. And I'm like, holy fuck, I don't even want to come back to Toronto. We thought it was about us. Yeah. It was about chaos, and we found out that the next day. So it gave us confidence because we figured if we can get through that, screw it, we're going to just keep performing, right? Yeah. So by the time we got to Thunder Bay, no word of a lie, we were like, like we were totally killing it. Like we would come off the stage and I know because I was selling the merch and I'd have a, a like a, say 20 tapes and we would clean house. Like they yeah. would all bum rush our table and we clean house. And it was pretty cool. Like it was one of those things where they, we got to Winnipeg and we had a fight outside, a verbal fight with, uh, chaos's crew because they just would never announce us that we're we're, like they would never say props to winnipeg's freak show right like they wouldn't say anything so we're like fuck you guys you know like you guys aren't even acknowledging we're on stage and we're selling more product than you guys like so we were pissed off right but they're like you got to earn respect and we're like we are like we're on this show we're on this tour and we're not even on the bill and we're still going through every city so it's kind of cool it's a good experience we totally paid our dues all the way to vancouver and uh and yeah, it was right after that, it was like, okay, we saw they had vinyl, they had other things. So that's kind of, that was the intro too, to the vinyl because Soul Guy was there. Soul Guy was a big influential figure. Yeah,
4: Rascal's manager. And
1: yeah, and he knew what he was doing. Like he he hired me after that tour to be a street rep for BMG. Me and yeah. Garfield actually were the first street reps for BMG. And he, I saw how he did things, right? So I was like, okay, we got to do vinyl. And that's where patience came from, that's for the video. Cause we're tournament guys with videos, right? So we're like, yeah we got to put out a video right away because you know, it only makes sense after that tour to have something behind it afterwards. And that's kind of, that's kind of spearheaded the video. We actually came up with a pot of money. We're like, okay, everyone find some money and we'll, we'll pay for the video. So we we paid for it ourselves.
0: That's a wild, you know, to go out of pocket on a whole tour coast to coast, I assume you're just, you're getting merch money and that's it. You weren't getting any
1: of the door. I mean, We actually, Rod, I'm telling you the truth. Like I tell my kids this too, like we would go to Sears and you know, they have couches Yeah. we would sleep in the couches (laughs) in the daytime until we got kicked out because we never had hotels. These guys had, these guys had riders, they had hotels, they had uh, per diems, they had everything, right?
4: Yeah.
1: We had nothing. We had, buddy, back then racism was alive and well. I remember being in uh, a pizza pizza and we're sitting there and, and this big guy comes in with eye tattoos and he's like, Hey, and we're like, hey, he's like, oh, I'm just acknowledging you're a black guy to Howie, one of our guys in the crew, right? Yeah. We're like, what? He's like, oh, I'm just acknowledging that you're a black guy. And we're like, what are you talking about? And his girlfriend's trying to calm him down. And he's got like the like the dots under his eyes, you know, right? Like, White supremacy. he's big. I don't even know. Like, but he's big. And he's like, he basically is saying, oh, I just want him to acknowledge that you're a black guy in Kitchener or something. Where, I think it was Kitchener, one of those small towns. And then how i'm like guys just sit down like we're kind of like breaking it up and how we just starts singing bob marley in the middle of pizza pizza just like <laughs> really loud like just to kind of annoy the guy and then the guy the girlfriend took the guy away so that whole tour every little place we experienced something really wild and it was like we slept in our cars on the hood of our cars like we just did whatever it took but it actually brought us closer together and it kind of made us look put things in perspective that you know what I mean? Like, we got to really grind because no one's going to give a shit, right?
0: So, Well, to your credit, I mean, I, I remember going to the show in Winnipeg. We all went to the show in Winnipeg. And, you know, we're like, holy shit, they're on this tour. Good for them. You know, a little jealousy, probably. You know, a little bit of like, you know, we're not on that tour. They are. And, you you know, I, I talked to you. And you're like, you give me the rundown. You're like, we're not really on the tour. We just, you know, give me the... You're <laughs> you like completely up? honest. You're like, oh, we're just it. fucking fake it you know we're just forced ourselves on the tour and we're out of pocket and like well good for you man but you know to your credit you were never like some people would come back like oh yeah we're we're killing it we're we're this like you were like the shows are going good i remember you telling me at the time about the toronto show and how fucked up it was but that from there it went well um so yeah i mean certainly like you guys got got the jump on on all of that and so I want to play a song from your first CD, which was the Motion thing, which was basically okay. the Ismala, you know, an Ismala focus project, because I think at that time even who's was call- was he calling himself Motion?
1: Yeah, one of the reasons, like, not to cut you off, but one of the reasons why we put that CD out first is because after that, like, after meeting Soul Guy and seeing how he worked and then working for BMG, I really took a involvement to the business side of hip hop, more yeah. or less, over the over the writing and the rapping. And, and I looked at it like a business thing. I said, okay, Ismala is re- his stage presence. He's writing the most songs right now. Um, he's got the most material. Let's just push the CD out right away. And that was the main reason. It was just like, hey, let's push this now to get that one CD out and then we'll start the label. is Vagrant Hobby, Hobby, Hobby back then. Yep. So I was like, this will start things. Um, and, you know, some guys are like, no, let's do a Freak Show CD, and, and to be honest, we had the tapes, right? So we had product, and but we didn't have new songs, so yeah. I was like, well, you know, let's pick something, because one thing I noticed with, with BMG and, and Guerrilla Marketing, they called it back then, where you're just like aggressive, right, street marketing, um, you got to always be in people's faces, you always have to put stuff out, and you guys are doing the same thing, you're constantly putting out releases. Because that's how you build the following, right? So you can't, right. Really, you can't really wait two years to put out a CD in Canada. Like we, you know, Winnipeg was different. We all put out al- albums, Toronto put out singles, right? So that's that's the reason with Motion. The album was pretty much ready and I'm like, okay, let's just push this out.
0: All right, let's listen to this. song's called On a Snowy Day. It features you oh, and yeah. I think Gruff. Uh, let's yeah. check it out.
2: I'm flying to the tropics. Fuck the snow. It was on a snowy night as my sense started to drip. The swift on lookers
4: passed me on my night shift. Sleepless in my eyes, wanted to cry for destination. Lips were getting lonely while I was
7: in conversation. Lots of 60 minutes swept by myself and I'm here. slipped into a daze thinking about the day I see it. I wonder, boy, the who I was, will I see it? My father told me stories never glorified the truth. But then he got to see it And made the daily news Clues follow tracks But fools only acting factual I made a path. I'm never gonna slap I'm driving up the road Just a one less travel I'm filled with satisfaction Emptiness was battle Crew like the trees You can see it in my rings Things will bring me there But in the snow nobody sinks Contemplate the shape Unexpected or predicted I know it's cheap housing And I'll never get evicted Oh shit yeah I'm drinking Better pinch my life for life Wanna see it when I get there And barely in the fight Continue to my driving a human in the distance. Should I slow my journey and be of some assistance? Risky is my business, can witness being a victim. So, hitch into the psycho, I invite them into the trickle.
6: Darkness unstrung by the sun. You parked this with welcome, but who knows the outcome? My name's a flame on a faraway candle, like sandals through water. I sink past the altar. Got to make leaps, I take seats with a stranger. Heat without danger, cause I seek remainder, not anger, not happiness. Got no map, I just navigate. Traveling on improvisation through civilization, I wasted and rotted. I plotted with patience to face it. I brought it to be the one thing, man, I live and I die for to rise from this river of sadness. When the Madness is my war passenger on arrival. But the day I'm released, I perceive a season survival. Techniques I didn't mean to make a snowy night sound so damn cold, but at least we ain't frozen right What's the problem? Like Flurries
5: Falls so do my hopes as I but troubled waters in a leaky boat, The rope chokes my throat As I hang of technicalities I can't survive when you pay to make money In reality, I'm not willing To sell my soul to make a shilling My life's a murder mystery Father the time is the villain Spilling second for existence With persistence I dream of living free But I fear it is too far in the distance Why don't you join a coalition Change the dukes to a trade There's no use if you stay So let's move out on our way hey, Yo, we cruise for a day Anticipation started peaking Concerned about results Cause we don't know what we are seeking It's always looking grim I saw a semi we're rising, like a bison, and our soul started rising
0: that's on a snowy day that's a freak show um, from the motion CD vagrant hobby records so at that point you started a label vagrant hobby yeah
1: so at that time I was doing the, um I did a, I had a company called Vagrant Hobby Promotions and it was the label and it was concert promotion. So I brought Farside and Alcoholics and all these c- concerts to the yeah, Rendezvous. I want,
0: I want to talk about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, that was kind of what I would, I kind of did everything, right? So, you know, I had this, we had the studio at Sunil's and then I obviously branched into owning the wax museum with Rob, but it was kind of like the beginning of my business side of hip hop in Winnipeg and, and you know. It was just more or less. Oh, this is what I want to do. You know, I set up a little office, and you know, just I started to take things serious. Basically,
0: um, I remember you. Yeah, like what? What did? What did you do to get into the promotion side of it? Because I remember having the yeah. honor honor of playing with the Far Side, and that you hooking me up with that show, which you know I'll never forget.
1: Yeah, that was an amazing concert. Like I'll never forget that night either. And it was. Uh, it was just basically. Uh, I just had this vision that no one was really bringing underground hip hop to Winnipeg. Yeah, there was like old school stuff and socials and and like a, a, you know bolt cruises and stuff like that, but as far as like underground American rap, more or less, like I, I just, no one was really doing it right. So I was like, okay, I want to bring some of my favorite groups. So Farside was one, definitely one of my favorite groups. And, um, my buddy, Darren, who was in freak show or the crew, he was involved in the business with me and helped me do it. Um, so we, we brought Farside, uh, alcoholics, we booked souls of mischief. They couldn't cross the border. Like we did a lot of concerts. I, I can't even remember how many, um, but it was is one of those things too, right? You, you get into it and you think you could be successful at it, but um, you know what? It's it's a cash business where people show up at the door, and a lot of people don't want to pay. And you know, it is what it is, right? It's like it's it's a lot of more glamour where you you become really popular and you, you get to know a lot of people. You know, you yeah. by being a promoter in the city, like it's it's a fun thing to do. But the lifestyle, as far as the money side of it, it just back then there was no money like it was just no. like every show i'd lose money but you know you'd leave the night and you're like oh i hung out and, and brought Farside here and everyone loved it and i lost a thousand bucks and well it was worth it right like it was you know no, i'll never forget forget t- it right so
0: and it's not like these were touring artists right like these were one-offs no, we'd weren't they fly them
1: in yeah we'd fly them in oh yeah, we were just yeah we we're like back then there was no cross canada tours no. of those guys right so um it was definitely fly-ins. Like, how is was that like,
0: related to, I remember Craig Mack came with that. Was that before Farside? I don't know
1: who brought, no, Farside was like the first. Right. There might've been something before Farside, like, like old school rap that I don't know about, but like, yeah. realistically, Farside was like one of the first real underground, I would say hip hop concerts where like, you know, a thousand people kind of show up and yeah. Um, you know, and then it it kind of branched into all these o- other great promoters across the city that you know just, they took the torch right like deep yeah. cave and some of these other promoters did some great stuff after that and i remember talking to bear after and he's like i'm going to take the torch man and i'm like yeah go for it because you you, you have a passion for it and i was tired <laughs> you know like yeah. i am just exhausted i got kids yeah. so it's just you know you become a dad and you just you can't risk it and I, I don't go out right like i I stopped going out and going to the clubs and stuff so you have to be in the scene like you have to be have active to. in the scene like you have to be constantly constantly yeah. actually when i opened the record store the wax museum that was better for me because it was you know day hours daytime hours i was still able to do concerts there and on saturdays we had jam sessions yeah um you know they like the vinyl culture was still there like you still hung out with djs so that was more something i enjoyed after i became a dad because it was just better for my lifestyle
0: yeah i mean we can get into the record store because it was a little bit later but Mm -hmm. it was um definitely you know i was i left the city just as it was kind of getting going and it was definitely a great little hub for yeah, the culture was, that was you know i think i think you opened maybe six months before i left something like in 99 maybe i'm that's a guess
1: that sounds about right and the uh, neighborhood came out in 2000 and that was the same time at the store
0: yeah uh i want to play a track that i forgot existed sure. um so i've been ripping all my vinyl over this whole quarantine thing or you know the covet thing where i've been home and so i decided to take every piece of vinyl and digitize it. i started with the hip hop and so i have two 12 inches by Freak, well actually I have the newer stuff too, but I have the Patience 12 inch and I have this 12 inch, which I forgot existed, called Kingpin. And I looked at the label and I'm like, holy shit, I produced a track on this. I completely forgot. So I want to play this song. This song is called 6.45am featuring Ismalis' Freak Show. Let's check it out.
5: This is full contact, you might have to step again Don't need to combat, for long back in preschool rap With dust caps, cause the styles are whack Ain't no one passing me the audacity to think, think it, it has to be possible The grind of commercial hip hop, they're mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. for eternity there will remain to be It's plain to see as violence as hip hop it just came to me mm-hmm. as a flock of black sheep mm-hmm. Turning me into a freestyle athlete Battles equaling exact meets Fox stadiums Competition is in your back streets If your rap's sweet, you might not qualify if you're in a fast heat, I mm-hmm. promise I, I, promise I, I will personify The mm-hmm. end of your career, unless you were near disease these instructions Don't attempt to dismantle a bomb if you were involved in the construction Concerned mm-hmm. terms, concern with these MC's that yearn To treat the mic like a door handle so that any
4: fool can take a turn The key has knowledge and intellect to to accomplish introspect upon what dialect is to be
5: molded i'm soldiered up and ready for combat limiting mcs that belong back in preschool rap with dunce caps because they're whack you better wake up for heaven's sake okay, the image ain't no scrimmage this is full contact you might have to get thrown into combat I belong back in preschool rap with dunce caps because they're make much money so fuck your life of luxury but what's funny about my style is that i don't make jokes Never quote on the second hand smoke to make it joke folks cross the road to my castle and winter drop like the rays of a thermostat in winter. learning that i'm meant to be king for seven centuries and eventually all of your microphones to me. A smile is not a body, but an entity, essentially Ripping you to pieces while I kill your crew, mentally So listen to what we say, cause there ain't no replay I put them seats to sleep, so you best go and get your PJ's Beats Yeah, clothes like captions, cause I'm deaf When I jam in treble clef, the last treble left Stop the devil's breath, yes I drop rhymes, like Glock 9, spin ammunition Man, you're missing the whole point, you don't understand my mission So listen carefully, commercial MCs just don't care for me So why don't care to be having my photos up in Ebony and Said to me, it is more important to rock steadily Upon the microphone, doing the shows for only hesitancy Babbo keeps on the rest of me with traffic and narcotics. My dope is on cassette. The whole universe is my project. Logic's always forcing me. me to rely in my sorcery. We're endorsing the art of MC. See, see, see You better wake up for heaven. Uncasted. Pinch the cheese out of your ABC's to go get blasted Bloodshot red in the skin, a detention sentence I was forced to drop science due to the lack of my attendance With a vengeance, my intentions on the microphone i you leave a sucker, stretch out like lycra on your mama City drama for the daytime I'll put you on pause like a canine Spray rhymes like saliva Other the mouth the what's When he fails, a breath of You get cuffed by my lyrics See the way I engineer it So the sound will enter spirit Generic, no name MC Get more fame than I please So I stick to my shit like babies, Huggies Don't judge me by my cover Cause the jury gets hung Stakes is high, you'll
4: be well done Before the bells rung, rung not wake up, for heaven's sake Up oh, the image, no screaming, a no scrimmage just some small contact You might have step and get thrown into
5: combat The long back of preschool rap With ducks, caps and some stars are whack
1: That's pretty hard, man.
0: Uh, That's pretty hard. Around that time, I was kind of slowing down because I was in school, but I was still making beats, and I was starting to make beats on the computer, and then I would make a beat, give it to someone, and they would take the dad and go to the studio and record it. So at that time... I went through all my vinyl, and it's like, wow! I did a track for I did a track for Freak Show, I did a track for Mood Rough on their 12-inch, I did a track for Different Shades on their 12-inch, and they all sound like shit because I didn't mix them. Like I didn't mix the tracks; they were just sort of like, however I sent it on the DAT, like however it sounded on the computer speakers. So kind of a regret because i really wish they sounded better on those some great songs you know like
1: which vinyl was this on rock
0: that's the kingpin 12 inch so i think that's your cover yeah the black cover with the yellow sticker nice yeah so your so your second piece of vinyl yeah so at this point you guys are still working on the 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 crew album and uh you and i have you know have been friends for years at this point and we're really both into the business um, you know because you are you're doing your, your shows, and you've got vagrant hobby, and I've got peanuts and corn So I started uh, I started a solo career as McEnroe and uh, You know I didn't I only wanted to have one guest on my whole EP, and it was you Instead of you know like I didn't have pip. Honored, yeah, I didn't have pip I didn't have uh, you know I was starting to work yeah. with John Smith, but he wasn't ready at that point so unless you got something to say I'll get right into this next track, which is called focus
1: no, I remember recording it though. I remember it was at your house, like off uh, Jesse, was it?
0: Um, I think you came to the studio actually. Okay, I recorded it at uh, private ear. Out at Jesse first. Yeah, we would have like wrote, wrote it moment. together or something. Yeah. And um,
1: and no, but it definitely felt good to be on it, just because I think yeah, we meshed in a certain way, personally, yeah. business wise. So it kind of represented that relationship, right? So
0: exactly. So let's listen to this song. It's called "Focus" from the Ethics EP.
7: Mac and roll, the gallivanting spoof, focusing. Focusing. Focusing on ourselves. Yeah. Can you handle that? Take a look in the mirror, boy. I live on sight and sound and gravitate them around. Got a wife, son, two jobs and still never touch ground I drown in a pool but never, never sinking. sink in an ocean The most men who make money live on bragging and boasting. Hello that I rock it, duke with hands in my pocket See mentally I'm gifted and I'll never have to talk it You got it, the looks, ego, cash, be a model I got it, the beats, rhymes, life, I'll be a b-boy I mean toy, you're playing steady, focused on the neck
3: I focus on myself and bring some positive to pay I mean toy, you're playing steady, focused on the neck I focus on myself and bring some positive to pay Clear up your vision with Visine. Hung up on the hook like jocks and sizing. I've been caught in the third trimester of learning You're squirming like an investor in a burning building When a record label says you have skills then they really mean earning potential Between business and residential the line becomes blurry in a hurry When you're independent and feeding your family is a worry Turn on the lights and watch an a r scurry See I've only met a few that I like to be honest And I only met one that never made an empty promise Promise Promise, promise. Playing chicken with trucks, masturbate with no lust
4: Stop, remember rockin' Rockmans in the back of a bus No trust label hockin', must be the vagrant talking Where the hell is Santa
7: Claus with the deal in my stocking? I mean, gimme cash, turn slow mo in the fast Like a feeling like you had when I subbed into class Focus never kiss it must be bad if you like me Must
3: be good if you hate me, I'm not the in-thing lately find solutions to a lack of focus like control systems using root locus plus I ponder What kids bother with the fodder like a toddler so I search for answers like the beyonder but my wars are not a secret battle plan is open so I suggest you keep it nurse my career if I even hope to keep it let alone clean and simple heads dented like a dimple I keep my book of rhymes close like a diary to Anne Frank it's the rap holocaust and the cost is not being footed by labels to which the bill is suited our address is madness as it's still a fab best they should be tested by the CIA for continually insulting our intelligence marketing irrelevance for the hell of it
7: Yo, yo, yo. I'm getting sleepy, let me rest in your crate. Slumber party with your friends when you're ready, let's stay See myself in macaron with sick, sick of duplicating takes. Spin me on a table, scratch Mitch, can you relate? Confiscate with coding, drop a mix and we'll go, go Sail on the snare and let the fairies keep the floating Supposing, I told you I don't mingle much Well, i will probably be a white label with independent touch Hook me up a film, let my patience kick or butts Get this by those who sweat when we still get play much, on Much, 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 much.
0: I always liked your writing a lot do you ever miss Thanks, do you man. when was the
1: last time you wrote uh, a song i'll tell you a little secret that no one knows um so i think about two months ago i, I messaged Cutdown, and he doesn't reply too quick and i'm like like buddy i'm buying this beat off you and he, he had this beat online and it was okay exactly it was beginning of covid because i was stuck in the house right yeah and he had this beat, it was so good I remember telling my wife, I'm like, this beat is something I've come out of retirement for because it's so hard, like, <laughs> Cut Down is my favorite producer, like, yeah. I just loved like, when I brought Cut Down into Freak Show, I was like, a kid in a candy store, like, he like, you know, like, we're both Italian like, he just he just seeps of boom bap, and I love that, right, so yeah. it was like me saying okay, this is the guy, because Neil moved to India right, so, so when I heard this beat when COVID started, I was like I messaged him and I think he took maybe a week to get back to me cuz yeah. he didn't notice it. And he sent it to me like within seconds like he's like like he's like, like he didn't ask for money or anything. He just sent it to me. Boom. Emailed it to me. And I started writing to it. Like, oh, good. you know. Yeah, like I I don't know if I'll ever do anything, but he's like, "Hey man, I can't wait to hear it." Like he was positive about it. And, and I just told, and then he sent me some track he did with this rapper from New Jersey. I think it's super hard and Yeah. So, yeah, like sometimes I'll do it therapeutically, and that's kind of what I told him. I'm like, you know, as therapy, I'm probably going to write to this track because it just sometimes I will. But honestly, it's really hard because the way I live my life right now, it's just like I'm a firm believer that rap is a young man's sport. Like, I know it sounds bad for us dads, but like, I just, that's... That's what I like listening to. Like I listen to, when I'm on the treadmill, like I listen to really conscious roots reggae, or I'll listen to really grimy rap. Like I'll listen to, like I'll listen to "Burn" by Mob Deep, and you know, like or I'll listen to just hardcore New York New York rap or Meek Mill. Like his voice is just grimy, you know. Like Mm -hmm. he just he just. I listen to that stuff and I can't do that and that's what I like right like I can't write about stuff like that because I don't live that so but that's what I like I like to listen to that stuff right so if I write I don't know what to write about right now because <laughs> yeah. it's to me and I obviously we did a demo project together and when I listened to some of those lyrics I worked in the factory at the time so it was stuff that I was going through personally in my life then and now i'm a realtor like what am i gonna what am i gonna write about that's exciting right it's just it is what it is man i'm 45 years old so yeah in some ways i rather just listen to good artists and support them i really love local music like uh, there's some local artists like i've always followed i've always liked and i i like that like i i sit on my computer and i'll just I'll just watch Winnipeg rap videos and, and listen to rap music, Winnipeg artists, and I think it's still some of the best in the country, if I, not the world, Like, i I'm did a huge a, fan of some artists.
0: I did a podcast with with Danny, Yai, yeah. uh, and he reminded me that you and I had talked about doing a compilation, we were going to do a Winnipeg compilation together as like a joint venture and I forgot yeah. all about that. Do you remember this?
1: No, I forget that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Cool. That That's not been, just me. No, That would have been pretty cool because we would have been able to select some of the best stuff
0: right well uh, he said he basically played it we played the a demo on the podcast that he him and his friend mark put together this demo based mm -hmm. on the word that we were looking for you know stuff to make a winnipeg hip-hop compilation that you and i were teaming up and we were sort of both the you yeah, know. that
1: kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> and
0: I was like, that does sound familiar. Yeah. And I don't know how long. I don't think we. I don't think that was a long period of time where we were making that talking that no. way.
1: Um, but those guys would remember because they would have been excited to be on. Exactly. Right? Or so,
0: we're like, ah, oh, we're not doing that anymore. You and I were like, ah, eh,
1: yeah, whatever. But even me, like patience, like that's a song I thought about this year. I'm like, when it hits the 25th anniversary, like I had the idea, of, and I didn't even tell the guys this, but I, I'd have to get approval. But I would say, hey, I want to do a contest. Or if someone makes a remix the winner i'll donate so much to charity like a winnipeg charity Mm -hmm. just to hear a remix of that song i'd like to hear a new remix of those lyrics right um because to me it's like it was a song that you know like it, it it's old right like it's really old and it's like you know it's it's just it's it's just crazy to see the longevity in some of those songs right like so
0: and what about you know like you must have um have you not thought about putting some of this free show stuff on streaming or Bandcamp yeah, or anything? We had a,
1: we had a meeting um, about two weeks ago on online on WhatsApp. We, it was a bunch of us to kind of t- chat on there and we were just basically telling Sunil or Sunil was telling uh, Sheldon, like, let's get all it. Up on Spotify or one of these things and just get it streaming because there's a whole catalog, obviously. Yeah. The only thing I found was Gunshy by Magnum KI, which is right. one of my favorite groups, also. I put out that stuff. So, but I can't find our stuff. So I'm like, yes, and you know, we might as well do it. Like, you know, like, um, you know, I guess there's no harm in it, right? With streaming, no. it's easy to do. So
0: It's super easy and, um, you know, stuff like this.
1: Would... Actually, I saw your stuff's on there. I saw Len Bowen's stuff's on there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's a, lo- there's a lot of stuff now and that's how I get a lot of my music is Spotify.
0: Yeah, so. Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, the next track I wanted to play is from the long-awaited Freak Show CD mm-hmm. uh, which is sort of the culmination of years of you know writing i think and ideas because a lot of these like songs ended up being snippets on demos as early as 94. so but this song is called elegant mess another one that you're on yeah like this one and i believe that you know i mentioned that um i had lent samples to to sunil in the mid you know like in 94 95 and this is one of them five years later so this is elegant mess (laughs)
5: I was slipping into sorrow at a very early age. My life was a storybook, but my parents turned the page. My dad lost his soul at the bottom of a JD My mom started working and forgot about a baby. But I still carried strength, though the going got tough. School couldn't fool me. I knew the books were just a bluffer with a huff. The magic was dragging my soul. Father, father, from the problems. Father, Buddha took his toll. It was the short term memory intent. Always tainted with an essence of impurity. See, but never heard of me. I was drenched in silence. Now I'm drowning in a pool. Parents swimming in denial. But they couldn't find the jewel. As neglect gets thicker, quicker, I see the end of this one kid show that nobody would attend. I pleaded the attention, but never got the morals. Now I'm not promised tomorrow in this little shop of horrors.
7: Well, tell me Chuck Why I ignore this When you're missing in my action Now I'm at my peak When you speak It's just a fraction Of my thoughts that are dwelling My mind is kinda swelling Can't tell where I'm headed Guess I chose the other path Laughing at my guardian I can't control the wrath Hide and seek In the shadows Of the concrete jungle Underneath the stoop Up an alley Where no one go Just started flying With the genie on a rug My syringe will make you cringe I'm lower than the slugs Taking is a hobby Attractions all fatal Scrounging for a dollar Get more punch than the ladle Needle and dispatch it's the birth of the villain Outside I see it lighter roll a roller mat for my Dylan Sipping on the dust, ain't no lust for my Luther Spirit like a man, but I'm never treated super Finest of the lowest in the lane, I shoot my profit My trippers took a turn, now I'm passing state novice Sniff with your highness, I'm more stuffed than your sinus To the pages of my climax, my heart was once a timings No need to be formal, it ain't i taking no more Now I done the deadly act, cause I'm missing all my morals
6: For the but horrors that, that persist to me? in me Holding to eternity Growing up in light, Pain and strife I'm All burning, burning me Yearning for the love I wouldn't even recognize Agonizing I'm the hot air rising Disguising any sign That my breath will soon resign If I could climb to the top I would dine on the truth Then the mutiny would sooner Be the beauty of a youth Not silent My environment would see the light Of the sun But this lonely one Is only soaking night Frightened all alone I condone this heart of stone Quick infliction to the bone Blood is dripping as I kneel Why must it be so real for the first time, I can feel. Sealing off my mind to this living hell in prison. My sight behold the eyes who despise the lives i am given. Tell me what is risen, unforgotten, unforgiven. The deeds like religion left me less than a pigeon. Dropping, never stopping till the physical diminish My infernal plight begins where eternal light is finished. In which I can laugh, life is fast as I cast out. The path of my past, giving lashes till I pass out. Pain's a heavy red, lost emotions calmly wed. Now I lay me
4: down in bed with a
6: stone at my head.
0: an affinity for the tracks that were original twisted spirit lineups
1: <laughs> yeah I, I know you do yeah that one i really like i like that track it, to me it has longevity like when i listen to that i can listen to that now there's some stuff i have a hard time listening to myself yeah earlier because i like you know i want to make sure my flow is good but that one i like like that one i could listen to today so
0: um but there's something like uh what happened to the hip-hop group like a perfect example like a combination of someone like Ismala, gruff and you mm-hmm. such a good group you know just compliment each other different yep. strengths always someone would bring a good idea to a, to a different concept and you know
4: like
1: i think the powers and number thing took over right it's like when you're a big crew it's like everyone has a everyone wants to get involved and sometimes you're like okay if we just do this together and back then big crews are in too right so yeah um you know it was kind of like it wasn't even solo artists it was big crews and then it just you know everyone sounds different so it adds to it the stage presence we were always known for good stage shows so that kind of added to it too like Sunil and Sheldon were really good on stage yeah even though Ismail is a really good projector it was voice. they were better stage performers right so having the mix of everyone sometimes uh it worked but then obviously as we got older it didn't you know as you know look gruff went on and hooked up you guys and fermented reptile yeah you know like we you know as Milo went on to magnum ki stuff like it's just that's kind of how things happen if it's too big sometimes gumball did a project on his own everyone started to do projects on their own because then you you kind of grow into your solo stuff too right so yeah i mean like my
0: label started out as all groups. sheldon too yeah. my label started out as all groups and then and then went into all solo projects basically and that's sort of the evolution of pretty much all hip-hop it seems to me like was the combination just to jump back the combination of um freak show and twisted spirits into one super group called freak show was that it had anything to do with wu-tang and how they were like a super group and just was because the timing was about there
1: not really because one thing I get, I get go to my grave knowing is we never copied anyone. Oh um,
0: no, you never did.
1: And Like I know we would bug his Mala sometimes because he would listen to Redman's album. And then like for like two seconds, he would sound like Redman and we'd all diss them in person, like just bug him. <laughs> we're like, shut up. You know, like, you know, like but we, so we would call each other on stuff like that. And no one really, that's one thing I know is we were very original. So, um, and we always had a big crew like it yeah. even before wu-tang it was always like if you go to any nightclub and we were together there's at least 20 guys like it, there was guys that didn't rap that hung out we were just all went like six car loads of guys yeah so like it was always like that and it's just not everyone rapped right so the when it came down to rapping it was more like you say six or seven guys and not 20 but there was always a big group of people so that's just how it was like, it's just always like that. And it had nothing to do with Wu-Tang cause Wu-Tang is Wu-Tang like they.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, and I guess what I, when I reminisce about, you know, what I've some of my favorite time in hip hop mm. is that time of like that special time, like 94, 95, where it was like, we were friends, we were rivals. And to me, the way you guys picked apart lyrics, like if we put a tape out, someone would step to me and be like, this line, you know, Sunil, or Mahler, you, you'd be like this line, this line. I want to talk to you, you know, let's talk about these lyrics. Like you guys just were so much into lyrics and it just forced yeah. us to, I don't know. It just like you, your focus on it made me really want to be better. And you can hear, like you can almost hear if, if, you know, if you were to put my writing all in a row, it's like before freak show, and, you know, before meeting you guys and after and how how much better I got at writing just because I felt like, holy man, I need to step my game up. You know what I mean?
1: Well, we were really conceptual, right? Like if you look at all the songs, like a lot of them were like ultra conceptual, almost too conceptual sometimes. And then the stage shows where we would do playwriting on stage, right? Like if you remember the Far Side show where we did the Wax Museum thing. Yeah. You know, like it's just we just always had to do something that was like conceptual like even if you watch neil's stuff now he's like 45 46 years old whatever he is he'll make a video in india or vancouver i
0: think his wikipedia says he's 32
1: (laughs) yeah exactly so (laughs) i hope he's listening so if he's 50 no just kidding so (laughs) even now he'll try and make his videos like even if it's a comedy like he'll make it like a almost like a storyline, right? Yeah. Like, it's not just him in front of a camera rapping or singing, right? Like, he has to have some... Even if it's a funny storyline with a villain and a girl, a love story, like, he has to have a story. And that's kind of... And it's partly because Sunil and Sheldon and all of us, big moviegoers, right? Like, we'd watch movies every Tuesday um, at the Cheap Movie theater. Cheap Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, Cheap... We changed the game in the city for that. So, we basically and then teneal loved twilight zone and really got into certain movies and suspense and uh, gumball is a super super creative person like if uh, if the whole crew is together the most creative person in my mind is gumball like yeah. gumball and he never got probably as notice as he probably should have no. because he wasn't didn't rap as much up front
0: but he did a lot of the writing earlier on he was yeah, doing the writing like
1: he, right oh he's just so talented and creative and that's one of the reasons is because you have these... It's almost like you had a staff of people, and he was probably the leader of the staff. Yeah. And, like, we would have... We literally would have meetings every Sunday, I think, at the U of M, and we would sit in, like... Uh, you know where the beer beer parties were? Yeah, which which hall that was. Mm. But there was... The UC had the area with the couches, so we'd yeah. sit there, or there's one in the arts building, or one of those buildings. Yeah. And we would go, like, the second floor, and they'd have couches. And we would have a meeting every Sunday and we would plan. Like, we actually were, it was like we were a, a boardroom of individuals and we would plan things. Like, it was very strict, like military strict. Like, mm-hmm. and if I clearly remember one day, like, no word of a lie, we had, you know, this is nothing to discount Gruff because Gruff is an awesome person. But like, I remember once we were all putting money towards stuff like our business activities, right? Like, so we'd be like, okay, this deadline is this. Everyone bring two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So, Gruff came in on Sunday night. and say the meeting was nine and nine fifteen. He walks in and he has these amazing boots on, and we're like, "You got your money?" And he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot it." And we're we're all looking at his boots like we're about to roll you for your boots, buddy, because you're wearing <laughs> these fancy boots. And we told him off, like, yeah. and he felt bad. But it was like one of those things where we're so diligent in this, like, this code like like a street code almost that we had to come up and you had this is due and you show up and you bring your money and it goes towards this and we have the plan to release this and we're recording on this day and bring this song to the table who's writing this it was very strict and you can even ask cut down one of the reasons probably why he stopped working with me is because i took that into foul tone like i took that type of regimen yeah and i had deadlines and i was like putting pressure it's like okay this is this project this is this we're really because i wanted to run it like a business right like that was my future i and in some ways that probably is not what everyone else wanted and that's why i opened businesses right because not everyone wanted that but that's how we interpret it that's why that's why kind of being big worked for us because it was Things weren't cheap, right? Like so no. when you you're well, that's, a that's why farm you freshness. don't have a job. Yeah, like a lot of us didn't have jobs, man. We were just doing whatever. And then all of a sudden we had a meeting once and I remember even all the saying, Okay, everyone get a friggin' job. And like Sheldon went to work at the Pembe. Yeah. It was serious. Like it was like get a get a friggin' job, man. Because if you're fooling around, first of all you're gonna get in trouble and second of all it's lazy and third of all we need money. <laughs> so <laughs> Neil worked for his dad at the gas station, like you know, like he just started doing things. To make sure that you could bring your money to the table, because it got—we wanted to make sure that if we're big, we got to be powerful, right? Yeah. So
0: Cool. Um, so the next song I want to play jumps forward to uh, you working with me as a solo artist for the first time. I guess I probably stepped to you with the idea. I'm guessing because um, I knew I wanted to do this um, compilation called Factory Seconds because I was starting to get um you know i was starting to get some label momentum with peanuts and corn and i had you know pipskid and john smith and we were starting to like branch out and at that time i was planning on i think i had a plan to i had had uh, been laid off from my day job and so i sort of knew i had six months left of day job and so i was really planning on what was next and so we decided to do this compilation called factory seconds and uh you know because we're friends i said do you want to do a track and so we ended up talking about this one i think i was back in winnipeg and recorded i think that's what you're thinking of when you're when you remembered recording a little later that's this song so let's listen to it yeah this is acceptor sin by the gallivanting spoof
7: The kid yes i wanted to be a priest till i opened up a hustler popped a woody in my priest. went to private catholic schools where i was ruled by the nuns old school ladies teaching classes wasn't the farthest thing from fun they would strap you in a second if your attitude was off lunchtime they sold hot dogs and some bullshit chicken broth ate in the basement of a church our lady of victor did the exact only sandwiches or custard and a grape for of sack how do you act a mix of kids a mix of cultures unity common worship of above this thing called christianity went through sacraments with friends didn't ever question church my parents paid the extra price and that overtime work for my education first in religion once a day taught the capital GOD and at bedtime you better pray so days of
2: religion gave me dual sentences so days of religion gave me
7: The schooling things were different, started to have my own opinion The funny thing that happened to all my friends like this was always searing The years of Catholic school and misinterpretating what's so vital An altar boy a strict Catholic and I never read the Bible Hated the fact that regulations ruled the churches on people, the people and gave and gave and gave like shingles on steel Took a break for years, got lost of it Hope to try to make the trip Got married, got kids, want a fresh-to-start direction for my gifts Called the priest one week and early after Jada was born Looking to baptize my daughter in traditionalist form To bring my family to church, hoping to be closer to God Father didn't recognize my last name, his tone of voice was kind of odd After checking the book, the so-called Book of pure Holy Members Located my parents on paper, said there's no time for pretenders Must come to Mass for six months, prove my dedication I burst off the phone in anger, told Screw his regulations play with little boys, not like they were rosaries. Tell me who's supposed to be the Pope, the Bishop, now our class is Sally, but fuck the Vatican, the hidden rules in that old fashioned system It's about time these old kids <laughs> get married and really start to listen I'm sick of hearing stories about accused, but they definitely put in priests I want to bring my family to church, and you stick me with the beast I went from Baptist child to hyper kid to only kind of Bob Found the beauty on my kids, now your influence is mild Rearrange the church and modernize, cause you're eating up your own following There's only so much bullshit that humans now are swallowing Let the older priests retire, flip them out some RSPs My daughter thankfully got Christian by a priest, and I Understands me and the younger generation. That's flamboyant for the truth. I live my sins for me and God and not this dark, closed-off booth. Give me five Hail Marys, like this number game will count. How about all the good things I did? Count that amount. Count that amount.
0: That's heavy
1: yeah that's one of my favorite songs and honestly i'm glad we made that together because like that'll probably be my best memory of working with you because i honestly felt the most um like out of writing like that's one of the most conscious songs i've actually felt an impact later yeah you know where you, i remember clearly being in calgary once with uh i think it it was like a mini freak show tour where we just do like four cities out west kind of thing. And, and I, I went and I did that song on stage and I'll never forget it. Cause there's a girl on the sidebar screaming the lyrics. So she oh, obviously really? was a follower. Like she was obviously a followers of you guys because she got the compilation. Yeah. But she just loved that song. She was screaming the lyrics. And then afterwards we like hung out for like 20 minutes, right? Like outside. Yeah. And she told ta- told me how much the song like, like meant to her touched her and then I realized like that night I realized what it was like to be an actual artist like not just a you know like a rapper right like where you actually touch people yeah and it's like holy shit like and I'll never forget that like I I remember the whole scene and everything and and I'm like is she screaming my lyrics you see
0: that with
1: you see that with patience all the time yeah but you'd never see it with like like that was that that at a video right so you know people with video tracks they always know the, the songs right but this was more like holy shit, like she was digging it. She was obviously into P and quorum but that was one of her her tracks. Like yeah. it touched her, right? So
4: yeah.
1: yeah well,
4: My that's son what knows
1: that song. Like my son's played that song. So was my daughter to all their friends and they it, it hits them too because my son went to Catholic school. Um you know, I'm a I'm a really good like I'm a I'm not born again yet, but I'm I'm a, I'm a very strong Christian right now. It's yeah, but, but I'm not a Catholic anymore. But I grew up in the Catholic system and i'm really against it like i'm against the idols the saying the saying the hail marys when you sin like all that stuff i'm into having a relationship with god i'm not into doing the rituals the idols the the i went to the vatican i don't believe in a lot of stuff because i feel like it's just it's a, it's almost like a secret society right and they they they've kept pedophilia in the in the in the culture of that for years you know what i mean like it's yeah. just unbelievable how many priests have hurt People over their lives, right? Like, and, yeah, and it, they haven't been arrested or anything. And it's like, if anything, they've paid their way out of it, right? So it's so corrupt. So even today, when you see things, this song means a lot to me because now I have a relationship with God, but it's not in the Catholic system, right? So, um, yeah, I'm glad I made that song to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you did too. I like it, and it was really fun to work with you on that. And um, we almost did an EP together as well, but it didn't work out. I don't remember why. Um, but let's go to the next jam which is um we did it right around the same time i think we did a an album with gruff gruff's first solo album called druidry and uh, he definitely wanted having worked with you and been friends with you for so long definitely wanted to do a song with you um so this song is called footpath so let's check it out and let, let me know what you Let's talk a little bit about gruff after
1: for sure
6: Hit the road we go, operating human vehicles Like a geo, thoughts glimmer As we contemplate our inner mind Never ridicule, spin a spool of ideas No time we share is too minuscule Mental tools we chase, but this ain't a race Things are cool as we take in the fresh air And I'm all for walking as we talk just for pleasure Like minds that bear friendship you can't measure Treasure the minutes cause life is full of disabilities As we age we facing new responsibilities Carrying myself on many legs like a millipede Illustrates the growth required to keep from killing Losing your mind Cause time changed As we came up in this world You gotta keep up with the pace If you can't make up your mind You're gonna break up It takes Discipline to fit In this whole scheme With iron grip To keep from slipping away In your dreams That's why Taking these seemingly pointless walks Are actually more meaningful Than a lot of tasks Already mapped out in our lives We work to survive But it takes each other to thrive Step by step, step Heel to toe, Real flow. slow i reveal the flow Rock over stones With bones As wind blow Through open wind Killed souls, strings are pulled melodies up in those. Step by step, heel to toe Real slow, I reveal the flow Rock over stones
4: with bones As wind blows, we open windows Killed souls, where strings are pulled melodies up in those Walking clean cut, strolling immature since birth Met you at a b-ball
7: camp, two MCs new on this earth What was it worth when we sported street apparel A British night hat and that Jersey Devil Daryl The love was fresh, shocked When you entered Alba Stone, I heard the rumor my bone. with missionary troops we knew we not discipline leather it. sturdy boots replaced the boots gung-ho with introductions to the freaks and twisted spirits joined as myla on the low low creek steaming thoughts banging beats to take this whole damn world smoked up sandwalk kids, Fraser delta so we formed a unit in contact underground kilometers from much music vj's to the cheapest stage monitors how does this figure when we're walking criminals A shortest span that will leave our lives Slowly minimal, silly respect. Back on mission with real job Turn the table on the game, now with $6 slides, Coping with housing and iguanas behind the wall. Survival now, some will live and maybe some will fall with a bit of the break-ups. breakups. But classic, foreshadow closure. Some will move abroad, we're still here as we get older. Our walks are shorter, cause my family takes my time. Your tiger claw politics, fermented lethal rhymes. But soon we chill while deserving when we shine. We call you Glenn, aka Rock the Druid friend of mine mm <laughs> will
0: It's a Good song,
1: yeah. I forgot about how deep that was. There's so much subliminal stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to call him Glenn, like, that's like most people don't know that, but we used to call it Gruff Glenn, yeah. that was like a nickname, and it's like, uh, you know, like stuff me and him used to do, or we had to get serious and get jobs, or else we we're on the wrong path. And just there's so much in there, like, yeah, it's pretty deep,
0: yeah, because it goes way back, right?
1: Totally, yeah. Like, we used to, like, I just remember me and Gruff, like walking lots like through fort rouge like just walking lots like either to his house or my house and, you know when you walk lots with your best buddy it's just like you just have that relationship you're walking miles you know? yeah. like you just you grow together and yeah
0: you know how to be around each other and just yeah
1: so and then it grew and then we grew into adults together and like i said we had some trials and tribulations and things we probably shouldn't do and good things we did do yeah it was pretty cool
0: he's uh as a rapper you know it struck me recently I never thought about this but you know I've listened to a lot of the music that I you know more music lately uh-huh. kind of retrospectively and you you could take an acapella from The Twisted Spirits and put it over a beat today and you wouldn't know I mean besides sound quality it's like his style has just been pretty consistent you know
1: fluid eh? very fluid
0: very fluid and very unique but just you know timeless whereas you know you me even as mala like the, there's been an evolution and a change but you could almost literally take any acapella from any era and, and mix it all up and you would have a hard time knowing you know is this 2020 is this 19 1994 when is this right it's un, it's unreal he's just
1: Right. I think hit. it's an intelligence too. Eh? Like he's a very smart guy. Yeah. And he grew up with, like around really smart parents, and he grew up healthy. Like he just he's athletic as far as like his. Uh, I'm pretty sure he has a black belt. Like he was just very disciplined in everything he does, and I think his writing's always been like he doesn't show a lot of emotion. Right. He's very no. even keeled. So. Yeah. I bet you the only time that he would sound different is when he was boot knock rascal because back then we were kind of like a bit of a dos effects feel okay how we go back and forth if you listen to that first tape
0: well i'd like so, to
1: yeah so that would probably <laughs> be the only time that he doesn't sound like that because he uh i think you're totally bang on you could take a acapella from anything after that and he's he's just very like his lyrics are just smooth and intelligent and they don't Like he's not kit for cat, right? Like he, he has a good writing ability. That's always been intelligent.
0: So you were saying that you guys have like a WhatsApp or whatever. So you guys all keep in touch to this day.
1: Uh, I would say not all of us. Um, but you know, like a, a good core of us, you know, like, uh, Sunil got married last year, I think. Yeah. Or two years ago. I forget exactly. I think it was two years ago or last year. But, uh, I couldn't go because I had a health problem, but like that was going to kind of be a reunion for the core of us. Um, So then after that, we kind of built up a chat group once he kind of moved to Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's not, you know, there's not everyone on there, but, you know, like Gruff, we can't find Gruff right now, to be honest with you. We we just added Lawson. I don't know if you remember Lawson. We just added Lawson on there the other day. Yeah. So I guess as we, Gruff actually did text me. Uh, once out of the blue but a lot of the times yeah like we're not in touch like not all of us us are in touch yeah so it's almost not a musical chat group it's more of like a you know like a boys thing where it's like hey guy how you doing how's the family kind of thing right yeah yeah so and the odd actually sheldon's the music buff like he'll share about 10 videos a night of old school videos or or new ones that are really hot like something that he's like oh you guys gotta listen to this rapper or something So, in some ways, it's that, too. We'll share new music and old music just to remind us. Right. um, Or we'll share our thoughts on, you know. And then, you know, Asmala just got a big job. So, we all talked about that that a bit and congratulated him on that. Yeah, that's great. Like, he broke the news to us on there before it hit CBC. So, that was kind of neat. Awesome. So, just things like that, you know. And Sheldon's, I think, kind of helping him find an apartment while he's in Winnipeg. And Sheldon lives in Toronto. So, yeah, we, you know, I think more or less we try and keep this in touch via text but it we really don't see a lot of each other no i think uh sheldon and his Molly probably see the most of each other because his molly goes back and forth for cbc for holidays he would fill in for people out there okay so he would hang out with sheldon quite a bit every time he goes right um but Neil in vancouver like i don't remember the last time i went to vancouver other than the airport so right um,
4: but yeah
0: so so we're getting into like uh when you kind of relaunch freak show because mm-hmm. um, i guess sunil i guess i'm trying to think sunil put out a cd was that as freak show or what was that as i can't uh, remember. i have it, it, it somewhere kind of like a
1: freak show thing like he put the logo on it but it's more or less his own indian uh like he was moving to india so he's putting a project together i think to coincide with that yeah like he had his whole plan and That was kind of the beginning of the end of the, of the original crew. Yeah, Um, because he just he was just going in a different direction musically. Obviously, there it wasn't really English, right? So, um, you know, he'd do the odd track with, say, Sunil or Sheldon and his mile on it. But as far as like the actual hip hop stuff, I don't know if people in your neighborhood was just was maybe was just before that possibly. Mm -hmm. Because people in your neighborhood was Wax Museum. Okay. When I had the store, and so was Sunil's CD. But Sunil's CD was kind of like his own thing. It wasn't really, yeah. Like I helped, I helped directly, you know, replicate it and get involved with the production of it. But it was all him. Like it was him and, um, you know, his family or his crew kind of thing on that side of it. So
0: I remember him asking me to to make a beat for him for that, and he was he was telling me the concept it was about some dog He told me the whole story and i was like i didn't know whether he was just fucking with me or not i I thought maybe (laughs) you that's
4: apple
1: too or what
0: (laughs) well i never like he's like i want a beat from you and this was right before i moved away so it'd be probably late 99 early 2000 and he was like and it's a story about a dog and the dog does this and it's all this shit and i was like i thought maybe he's like trolling me he's kind of like he's oh, fucking like, with me you know you know what i mean uh,
1: does, yeah, he I really a, does he really want
0: does he really want to beat or <laughs> what but uh i always felt kind of like you know but I,
1: yeah skeptical on that right
0: <laughs> yeah because it was like we were these rivals and then he's asking me for a beat but it was like so bonkers what he was
1: asking well we actually had a chat like about a year ago to do a freak show album and i was just like i'm not doing it like i'm not and i was like i was like like I'm not like his beats are not my style. Yeah. So like like cut down's my style and then they asked Cutdown to do ca- cuts and he he said no problem. But I'm like, no, like I I won't do it. Like I I I'd have to rap on only boom bap beats. Like I would never yeah. I would it's just not me. And then that's just it's just different, right? Like everyone's in different zones right now, so it just doesn't make sense. So
0: So Sunil took off, went to India and so then and you you've got the store, the wax museum. And I guess, so you, what happens? You meet Cutdown in Thunder Bay.
1: No, so start- he was a fan of ours. Yeah. Like, they were at that show in Thunder Bay, and they would always see us when we go to Thunder Bay. So him and Neil, I think they moved to Winnipeg. Yeah. And then uh, they're living, I think, on Corden. And some, I think Rob from the Wax Museum, I think he introduced me to him. I can't remember, yeah. to be honest with it you. Makes sense. But honestly, man, like, that was like... Uh, I got a man crush on Cut Down, if you know what I mean. Like, as soon as I started <laughs> listening to his his music, I was like, this is the guy. Like, I just, cause he just had a sound that I really liked. And then I was like, and not only that, he was kind of like you, very tech savvy. Yeah. So it's like, this guy can mix, master, like, he was mastering stuff for people, stuff for people. He knew his equipment, everything. Um, and then we just did a couple, we did paper cuts. So that was after people in your neighborhood, but he, people in your neighborhood was kind of like the final cd of the crew right so yeah. that was actually if it wasn't for you people in your neighborhood probably wouldn't sell as much because you're on some website and you're selling tons of cds yeah and then we we sent it in and all of a sudden that american site would sell tons of these cds too so i was like hey let's keep going right yeah and then sneal took off so it's kind of like holy shit how are we going to make new music when we have fans again right so I think that was the online birth of sales, right? Like you guys were selling a lot. I don't, you remember what that company was called? Well,
0: there's a few different blue, ones, blue, blue. but one there was, was a called a website. One was called hip hop infinity. That was it. Yeah. That was probably the one that did the best for us. There was yeah. another one so, called full blown. And, and then there was sandbox automatic. But I think you're thinking of hip hop infinity because yeah. they would review it,
4: it.
1: Yeah. So they gave it like, we got an amazing review on people in your neighborhood in the UK, like five stars uh some big magazine like the the one that's like the source in the uk gave us five five out of five and then we got we got tons of sales at, on a japan online site yeah and then you probably did with the same japan one and then hip-hop and Finney. so all these sales were happening and then sneal took off right so we're like holy shit what do we do right and that's kind of where i was like starting to because i had wax museum i was starting to meet more people and then I was like, almost like a recruitment thing. I'm like, okay, I gotta find someone that knows how to. Who wants to help out, right? Yeah, so Make beats. Record. And cut down. Like paper cuts was perfect. Like it, it totally matched what we wanted to do. Uh, we got Noise Three Nineteen involved on the, on the video, on the artwork. Um, yeah, that was kind of like the the resetting of like more music, and that's kind of when it, we started releasing a lot of stuff, right? Like, I don't know if we released like 12 CDs or something with foul tone and with that, with that second phase, right? Yeah. You know, dead, dead camp bounce and all those ones. Right. So it was kind of neat because it was like, the, he injected youth into us. So, um, and he was a good DJ. Like he could cut, right? So yeah. grasshopper moved away too. Right. So we lost Sunil and grasshopper. So, um, we lost the cutting, the guy that could cut and we lost the guy that could produce. So, um, it kind of worked out because the cut down could do both.
0: Well, let's check out a track from, I believe this is from paper cuts. Um, and, nice. and I have to give a shout out to, uh, noise three one nine. Cause he, po- he hosts this podcast on Uggs Um, right. let's check out 20 minute city freak show.
8: Unstoppable like slap shots in the slot I cause blood clots, doctors fear and outbreak Well I'ma break out and take lies for heaven's sakes Raps, shatter the hammer, snap snap and the anvil With lyrics so deaf that it will cause your lips to kiss the gravel bitch I'm a handful like 40 E-tits I'm hard to handle with amazing quips And a bigger dick than the golden boy Might sound sick but I must admit I'm poisonous On this mic my voice destroys the poison kids
0: A very. Yeah. That's a. Your writing is so Winnipeg. At the most Winnipeg of, oh, of yeah. anybody, I think.
1: <laughs> Even our demos, like some of the stuff I talk about, like I talk about kind of riding in Fort Rouge with garbage gloves on and a, a bike with CCM scratched off, like, <laughs> and then going to socials. Like I was listening to some of our stuff we did, and that some of the lyrics are exactly Winnipeg, right?
0: Yeah. So Winnipeg. Um, did you ever think about leaving Winnipeg? Has there ever, ever been any threat oh, of that?
1: Yeah. So. I think it was 90, like after that Rap City tour, we we had a meeting to move to Montreal or Vancouver and we had a boat and I think the boat was Vancouver. Uh, oh no, Montreal, because we just, we just felt like after experiencing Sound Wars and then touring, we saw like how big hip hop was in the other cities and we just wanted to be around it. So yeah, I'm so glad we didn't do it because we probably would have, who knows what what would happen yeah yeah man like just especially us in a big city with a big crew like who knows right so i I remember sitting on the steps of my mom and my mom was just like like she's a italian mom and she's a big worry wart and she's just totally like she's like the godfather in our family she's like you don't need to leave like you can't go you're not gonna go anywhere like and she convinced (laughs) me to stay and then it kind of trickled down right like Sunil's close to his parents and you know like so we didn't go and then when I had Hayden my first child it was like that obviously changed the game for me right like yeah so, you had
0: you had a, you had a child a lot younger yeah, than yeah, most 21. of
1: us yeah 21 so it's like you know just that was 96 so that was basically the summer of 96 or 97 96 so that was like the summer of patience right so yeah I had to grow up pretty fast so. Wow, But yeah, man, it's just the way it works. But this Paper Cuts was an intro to the youth movement. Like, so, you know, one thing about Cut Down, he brought in Def 3 and Ira Lee. So yeah. you probably know who both of them are, and they're both really good artists. Yeah. So it kind of helped us, like, re- refurbish us, right? Like, or regenerate us. Like, so guys would step up their game, and, like, Ismala and Shalin like, they really started getting more, like, Like just really pushing their solo projects because all those other guys came aboard, right? Yeah, and then we we started having like a lot of releases, right? So it wasn't just the after people in your neighborhood came paper cuts, and then it was like. I don't know I don't know the order to be honest but you know Dead Cat Bounce and Sheldon's album and yeah you know and then tournament on edition. To Kit. Yeah, tournament edition which uh, Tyler took the photos of those which are amazing photos. Like yeah. those that's probably my favorite cover. It's that are great- people in neighborhood. Of, yeah, those they're just very original covers, right? So yeah. um and that was kind of, even noise. Like so noise would do the lot of the layouts from the photos we got and noise was just on another level, right? Noise 319. So he was him and cutdown basically helped me develop a business structure because cutdown was so tight at mixing mastering and production and then noise was so good at helping me lay out covers if I sent him photos and he was he would do it like timely and and so professional and he'd know how to send the templates to the to the the CD replication company and and that kind of started me as more of a label than just a one-off Yeah. and, you know, stuff like what you were doing basically. Right. So I, I was able to do, and then I got a job at Polar Bear, of course. So that yeah. changed the game too, because I was able to do it full time yeah. from an office desk. Right. So yeah.
0: Um, so the last song I want to play tonight uh, is a song I produce for Ismala. So th- I think this is getting to, to where we're almost at the end of, Maybe the run, you know, like I think you gave it a good go and you had quite a few releases, say between 2001 and maybe 2005, guessing. I don't know, but let's listen to the song and then maybe we could see, see, figure out kind of where where we went from there. So, this song, um, you know, I didn't work with Ismala very many times over the years, but I was always such a huge fan of his. And so I was really excited about these songs that came out on the Mark of the Zebra CD. And this one was with John Smith as well, which was great because they used to battle all the time. And, uh, you know, like, say, from 99 to whenever, they would always be uh-huh. one and two in the battles, when in the little battle scene that was happening in Winnipeg. So it was good For to sure. have them on a track as well. So this song's called All You Can Eat.
5: Bitten more than you can chew. Eyes bigger than your belly when you're sifting through rhymes that I spit at you. Your crime is so typical and unoriginal. A hell of a display, but you didn't
4: write a single syllable. You rats keep eating the crumbs off of my kitchen floor. Your mouth's watering
5: because my record's hitting sore. Talk trash about taking me out. Got shit all on your shoes because your foot was in your mouth. It might seem like I'm smoking your pipe dreams. I fight clean like a detox from might be. I've seen fire and I've seen rain And I've seen that how you live is much different than what you claim You bite clean to the bone on every microphone So John Smith and his Mala have come to chaperone No battle zone, we just feeding the children They pose no threat, so there's no reason to kill But if you came to buy lyrics, this here's like fine dining Two 16-course meals of live ramen I get a rough shot of feeding the hungry MCs so we free Right after they judge me But if you came to buy lyrics, this here's like fine dining. Fly, ramen, ramen. I get a rush out of feeding the hungry MCs. We
7: ain't pinch or sprinkle, cause we servin' by the busload mess by the fist then into your mush, fucko Your face plate like stucco Mashed taters mixed with great bait More in color, less in taste Make haste before the head chef designated You the main dish, get your melon and red breast separated This ain't a death threat, it's a recipe for better bacon Take it down to the better, then change it, you're still emulating See you the subtlety when you review my demonstration, I believe Fuck with me, color, he's devastating Chop, chop, who did it? Knock, knock, who is it? Entree, supersized the grind day Colonel mustard in the kitchen Burning busters, learn to love it It's an acquired taste Pushing shove, spit, now you covered in my base It's
5: my and John Smith Been a long, long way, y'all take the bait But if you came to bite, lyrics, this here's like fine dining Two 16-course meals of live ramen, ramen I get a rush, out of feeding the hungry MCs are we free Right after they judge me But if you came to bite. I get a rough shot of feeding the home
0: So that one's called All You Can Eat off of uh, Mark beat. of the Zebra.
1: That beat is so good. That's a
0: good one. I forgot yeah. about it. I forgot about yeah. doing those tracks for, for you and for him. And um, and uh, so it feels like, if my memory is correct, is that's sort of when you started to phase yourself out of putting out records. Maybe like 2005, 2006?
1: I really don't remember. <laughs> I just know that... Uh, we put out some other artists. Yeah. And I would say the last time I ever did kind of the business of hip hop was Magnum K.I. Yeah. So, whatever year Magnum K.I. was, was probably near the end. Right. Um, and then uh, I think I kind of helped with a few other releases, but they more or less like, you know, I did Step Writer, Magnum K.I., we did the one with Death 3 and Mocha only. We did a lot of stuff. Like it was, I think it was like twelve projects. That's cool. And then, yeah. But it just uh, for Freak Show itself. It was more or less like I would say Paper Cuts was kind of like the final group project. Yeah. Mini group project. People in your neighborhood. The tournament was kind of like a compilation of tracks. Yeah. Um, over the years, with a few new ones. So. And I think what happened is, is a lot of that was because online requests, like people were digging it. So we're like, oh, let's put out something else, right? Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily us performing live, you know, the odd show here and there. We'd do like a mini trip or something, but nothing was too major.
0: And at some point you just couldn't uh, couldn't hit the road anymore, couldn't do it?
1: Yeah. I still remember being on the road in Calgary and I, I called home and I'm like, I'm done. and uh, Yeah. I want to say my first wife. Well, I apologize if it was my second, if my wife, if it was my wife now, I don't think, no, it couldn't have been. So it was my first wife. And I said, I'm done. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just, you know, and you just know, like you're, yeah. like something happened. I think we got in a little argument or something walking down the streets of Calgary. Uh, me, And it was like, I think we got a grant too. and like we got a grand and I remember with the grand I'm like we're staying in a nice hotel we're doing this and yeah actually I remember cut down saying this is awesome and I'm like one of the reasons I did it is because I'm like man I got two kids like I'm like or whatever back then like I was like this is tired, like I can't do this yeah you know like I'm like I'm done and it's a young man's sport and it just was it just I really missed home and my family and I just like it it was exhausting like mentally and uh I don't want to say I felt immature, but for myself, I know those guys were like very talented, and they almost needed someone that had more of a youth movement behind them. Yeah, to help help them, and I think I was just exhausted. So,
0: but you still got the hip hop in your blood.
1: Yeah, like I still listen to hip hop lots. I listen to a lot of local music. To be honest with you, I'm always checking for that. Like every day, I look for you know someone comes over, stalks Instagram all the time for new artists. Yeah, and then I and then I see their video and I go to YouTube and watch it. I'm a huge fan of like local stuff.
0: Well, it was really really fun to catch up with you and 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 to do this with you. And I'm sure that all our listeners will uh, will be really digging it and be looking forward to you guys getting on the WhatsApp and getting your shit together to get your songs uh, streaming. Because oh, maybe streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to um, you know to hear some of this great yeah. stuff because you have such a deep catalog of really good music that um, people haven't heard in a while. And you know I think there are some things on YouTube that some fans have put up. But um, and I'm going to dig for you because I think I have some of your masters because I think I had put together tournament edition and mastered it for you and I might have some stuff. So let me take a look at what I what I got because I think I got a lot of <laughs> your. of your your mini discs and dats and things like that so i'll have to look through my basement but i want to thank you for joining me it was really fun to to catch up and uh,
1: two and a half hours
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's right well we'll cut it down a little but uh so thank you everybody for listening and i want to thank um david noise 319 for hosting this podcast on ugsmag.com and uh and thank you everybody for listening and so soon we're gonna have um podcasts with uh gruff and with ness and with uh eli spitz from mood rough those are all scheduled for me to record in the next couple weeks so um you know we're almost done this series for peanuts and corn but um this this was a good one i really had fun so thanks again martin
4: awesome talk to you you bet thanks everybody